0: 938
1: Welcome to Learn to
0: Buy and Sell Cars with your host Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading and dealing with cars and
1: now the host of learn to buy and sell cars randy adams good morning san antonio this is randy adams learn to buy and sell cars.com thank you Nine thirty, the answer great radio station sister station kslr 630 the word we're we're gonna have a great show this morning i hope i hope i'm uh, number one uh, informative i want to teach you i want to be your mentor you know, there's so much going on in the car business. This market is so crazy. I sat down with the big wheels at Mannheim. They're the big car auctions all across the United States. And, oh, man, they're worried about the market. Have we got more cars than buyers? Pretty interesting deal. The markets, uh, you remember I told you about some expert got on TV, got on the radio, and he told it this is the best time, the best deals in the world. The last two weeks. I just can't believe the deals. I just can't believe the trade-in value. I just can't believe what's going on. Man, they entice people to run down there and buy this new car. They're going to save thousands and thousands of dollars. Well, Bubba, i got news for you. <laughs> the deals are still here and bigger. You can buy one cheaper than you could have in December. And the used car market's down a little bit. So, you know, they didn't give you enough for your trade. But there's not enough good, real nice, low-mileage cars. So if you have one, you better get a second opinion because it's your hard-earned after-income tax money. And we'll talk a little bit about that. It's you pay taxes on it, so after you got whatever's left after the government takes whatever their little heart desires, and then you buy a vehicle. Well, I got news for you: there's some deals out there on new ones, and there's really some deals on some used ones. And we don't know what this market's going to do. We got income tax checks coming. Oh man, free money! The government's giving me free money. Oh, no, baba, baba. Let me tell you. That's your money. You gave it. They took it away from you. You didn't even see it. They took it away from you, and they blew it on something. And now they're squeezing back, trying to figure out how not to pay you. But they will pay you. And so it's not free money. We're going to talk a little bit about that this morning. This is Randy Adams, Learn to buy and sell com. Give us a call. We've got an open line. We're ready to do business. we got Kelly as a producer. we got Barron in here trying to fix my Facebook. Uh, we're trying to go live Facebook, so you can, I, I keep telling them I got a face for radio, not TV, but, uh, we're trying to get up with the times, we want to be the best, I, have you got the desire to be the best you can be, well, I do, I want to be the best, I want to be your best mentor, I want to help you, because the worst investment on earth has got to be an automobile, transportation, oh man, I bought this new Mercedes for a hundred grand, and you tell me it's worth thirty. That's what happened this week. This man's got a Mercedes, got a hundred thousand miles on it. Give a hundred grand, and it is nice, really nice. But he wasn't expecting thirty grand. He don't need the car anymore, and this, that, and the other, and he wants to sell it. He's running around trying to find somebody that'll give forty thousand, and I for thirty. Well, that didn't make him happy, but that's all right. I do what I can do. Then I happen to pull up my phone with an app for Mannheim, and I show him what they're bringing at the auction. Well, he woke up a little bit, you know, and he realizes, but it still hurts, don't it? Man, when you give 100 grand for a car, and somebody's wanting to give you 30, and you're wanting 40, and you're still losing 60, well... Take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. But I don't like throwing money away. I don't like wasting money. You've lost that love and feeling. Have you ever lost that love and feeling on one of them brand-new cars? Ooh, mercy. Give us a call, 210-308-8867. 210 210- 308 88 We'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. And, man, let me tell you about, hey, my sister station that I love and we're will be on from 9 to 10. I got a new little surprise for you. Well, I had a surprise last week. I told you about YouTube, how dealers train on YouTube, train to take your money, train to. Work on your emotions, train to have these salesmen. you know, I keep telling you <clears throat> a neurosurgeon goes to school for eight years. Car dealers go to school forever, three hundred and sixty five days out of the year, and they're you know i was hey I was full of pride greed, and the Joneses tried to keep up with me, so I know what I'm talking about, and they all got to be better, they all got to make more money. You know, used to be they were satisfied with 2,000 profit, and then it got to be 4,000 profit. Now the, seems like the benchmark might be $10,000. That's a 10 pounder, remember? That's car talk. Yeah, I had a 10 pounder the other day. Yeah, yeah, man. It was an easy deal. I made 10 grand on a man. That's a good 10 pounder. Well, that's the way they talk. And you know what? They make fun of you. They all think we're stupid. Yeah, the customers walk in the door, they're stupid. But I explained to you, but when they go buy a new TV or a new refrigerator or a new something, they want to be on an even playing field. They want all the information they can get. They want to buy the best unit. They want to buy from the best dealer. They don't want extended warranty. They don't want Gap. No, but they want to do it right and they want to get the best deal. But when you walk in, they want to keep you in the dark just like the insurance people. We may pick on the insurance people today. I got them mad at me, too. PIP, uh, we have that in Texas and some other states. Why don't insurance people get together? And I'm still mad at these insurance companies. So if you're if you an insured and you're in an accident, in some states but not Texas, good old buddy, buddy deal, hey, buddy, I'll tell you what, we'll get together and you handle your customers, I handle my customers. We won't fight with each other. We won't sue each other. We won't, you know, we'll be buddy-buddy. In some states, if you're in an accident, your insurance company, your agent that you pay all this money to that's your buddy and says, I love you, give me the money, hey, they don't help you. In some states, if you're in an accident, your insurance company gets settled with you, make sure you're taken care of, and then... They go after the other insurance company. But it's Texas the way that they say, well, hold it. You know, uh, this this other guy hit you, so it's not my responsibility. What did I pay you money for? You know, it's just like that guy I told you about here that came to my car lot. He wanted to sell me a 13 Ford diesel, and I wanted to buy it. Then I saw an accident report. Then I saw the paint and bodywork in the back. I said, you get diminished value. He said, no, my agent told me I didn't have it coming. I said, you got hit in the rear it wasn't your fault. You didn't back into somebody at forty miles an hour, did you? No. I said, Well, he didn't want to help you. No, he said I didn't have it coming. What do we pay agents for? I had that agent call me in that other radio station, and said, Hey, he said you're too rough on an insurance agent. I said, Well here, hold, it, hold, it, hold on. I said, And I I've got a car and I want to insure it with you. Do you give me the price or the does the company he said the company i said okay i said do you give me a price if i'm in an accident for my vehicle or does a claims adjuster he said a claims adjuster i said oh man i want your job i want to tell everybody i love them bring me the money and do nothing he said well we do something i said you don't fight for the customers do you no I, he said but we we do We you know make sure they get the right policy you seen that commercial i love it you're not with the wrong company. You're, you bought the wrong policy. Well, I wonder who sold it to me. My good buddy, the agent. Hey, that guy that had that 13 Ford, he had five units with the same guy for 15 years. Think about how much money that agent made. And he doesn't want to help his customer. He don't want to tell him what's right. This man started investigating, he found out there is diminished value, and he was supposed to get the money. Hey, everybody, you're a one person in a 10,000-person auditorium. Insurance people, bankers, hey, everybody, dealers especially. Hey, I've got a little secret I'm going to turn loose on KSLR nine and 10. That's 630, the word. You ought to see this deal. This is shocking, pure shocking what I'm going to turn loose on the 9 to 10 show. So be sure, and also on KSLR, I give my mobile number out where you can call me. And uh, keep trying. I'm super busy on Saturdays, but I will return your call. I love talking to you. I I, I ran into one of my listeners at North Park Toyota the other day. Talked to him. He couldn't believe I came over and spent about, Ten minutes with him. had a man come up to my lot yesterday just to meet me in New Brunswick, just to talk to me. He and, you know, we we had about a 10, 15-minute conversation, answered all the questions he had, and helped him to see what was going to happen in the market. I've got a big bank, a group of banks right now that's talking to me because they would like to know the information on how to lend money on cars. It's so vital to understand because most bankers don't care that you borrow way too much money or you buy a car that's been in an accident, which, hey, if we took off accident cars, we'd lose 60% of them because about 60% of them have an accident report on them. So we need to know the value. That's what I try to explain to you. If you're driving a $100,000 Mercedes and you got an accident report on it, you just lost $10,000 if you don't get diminished value. The car is not hurt, it's still usable, it's still valuable, but not what the top dollar is. So you got to be ready, prepared, knowing exactly what it's worth. Do you like buying something and paying way too much? Well, that's my son. My dad used to say, son, it's your own darn fault. A little work will save you a little money. A lot of work will save you a whole lot of money. And you ought to be looking at your next purchase all the time, year round, thinking about it. How much time are we wasting? Thinking about nothing. Thinking about something that we shouldn't. Daydreaming. When we could be productive, I want to be productive. I had a man call me out of Austin. I've got an Austin show. He said, you know what? I've been listening to you in Austin, and you're right. You know what I did in my office and all my employees? I put big signs on, be productive today. Because you know what? Tomorrow is gone. If you don't do it today, you're going to have to do it tomorrow. Tomorrow. Well, sometimes you don't get it done tomorrow. Manana Motors, that's what I call San Antonio, Manana Motors. We had Mannheim when they changed the management here about two years ago. I'm standing at the door, and it's 9 o'clock, and that's when the auction started. And uh, the general manager and the assistant general manager, they said, man, there's nobody here yet. I said, don't worry about it. I said, everybody shows up about 9.30, 9.45. They said, but hold it. We start at 9 o'clock. I said, yeah, Mañana Motors. we're always a little late in San Antonio. Nobody gets in a hurry except when they get on the freeway. I'm telling you. Hey, you know what happened to me the other day? I almost had a bad accident. I come up to a four-way stop sign, and I look to my right, and here comes a lady. I'd say she's in maybe middle 50s. I don't know. I'm pretty good guess of age. Driving a brand new Mercedes, and still got the dealer tag on the front, you know of the dealership that sold it new. And she's got a big old grin on her face. She's driving this brand new Mercedes, and she runs through the stop sign. And it's my turn to go, but I ha- thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit told me this woman not stopping. And so if I'd have taken off and her daydreaming and her big old smile, she'd have run slapdab into me. Just because you drive a Mercedes, do you think you're on the roads? Just because, just like I tell you about that dude and that Maserati that I see all the time at church, he gets out to look and see if anybody's looking at him. Hey, anybody see what I'm driving? He sticks his elbow on the roof. anybody sees what I'm driving? Yeah, I do, but I, I guarantee you I don't want to have to pay the fix-it bill on that, darling, when you have to go in to get anything done, maintenance and work and anything breaks. And what man makes breaks. I'm here to try to get you expand, expand your education, expand your thinking, common sense, open your eyes to figure out what's going on with your old back pocket book. Back pocket national is what I call it when it comes out of your pocketbook. Have you ever made a bad purchase in your life? The odds are yes, and you didn't even know it until you got into about halfway and paying on this, darling, and you're praying, oh, Lord, I hope this thing's worth something when I get through making that last payment. I hope it lasts that long. I hope I don't have to go in and refinance it or go get me a new one. And, you know, I had these people the other day, oh, 15000 too much for their car. Excellent, excellent credit. So they bring the car to me, and they said, well, what's it? I said, well, hold it here. I pulled up my phone again, my trusty app. I said, well, this is what they're bringing at the auction. And, you know, they're bringing 15000 you owe 30000 Oh, what can we do? I said, double up on payments, take care of it, shine it up, be proud of it. I said, in your situation, you're going to have to come up with 15000 to get rid of it. Well, they called me about three days later, and they said, we got rid of it. I said, oh, great. You found somebody that wanted to pay too much for it. She said, yeah, we got a dealer to, dealer to pay for it. I said, you did? Yeah, we got us a new one. I said so now you're driving off the showroom floor and you're losing five thousand and they packed that fifteen thousand on the note, so now you owe twenty thousand too much on your vehicle. Well that's why you got that eight twenty score on your on your credit. Wow. You're gonna need it. Because now you gotta outrun it. But did you buy exactly what you wanted? No. Did you get the payment? No. Did you get the interest rate no? I said, why didn't you go to learn to buy and sell dot com? It's a free website. And see what we got to say. I'm trying my best to put a monthly article in there. I'm working I'm on Refocus magazine with Shamaya Reed and and I'm trying to get those copied and and paste them on my my uh website. But these people should have gone to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Number one, find out what your credit score is. They knew that part, ftc.gov. Go there, ftc.gov. And then shop, 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 everybody in the world. I, I was explaining to somebody. I had a guy said, how in the world can a bank make money on 6.5, uh, 1.65 interest rate? Less than 2%. I so, said, well, let, let me explain it to you. Somebody puts a hundred thousand in their savings account there, and they can loan that out twenty times. That's two million dollars. Two million dollars. That's liable to be sixty, seventy loans at two percent. That's a hundred and fifty percent interest. You don't think they can't? They're not. Can you make money on a hundred and fifty percent interest? Oh yeah. So shop, shop, shop for that great rate. Know who you're dealing with. Find out what your interest rate, what it's going to cost you, what the total note's going to cost you, how long you're going to pay. Give them some kind of example. Just shop around, see what kind of example you're going to spend. Now, when you're buying a vehicle, also understand, how long am I going to keep this car? Most of the time you're in prison, and that's what I call these 84-month payments that you've been signed up for. Most of the time, at 84 months, and you want to get rid of the car in three to five years, you know you still owe three, four years on that on that vehicle. And, you know, what are you going to do about that money? Are you going to back on your knees again, praying that your car is worth enough to get back what you owe, you know, and make sure, and that's what the first thought I had with those people that owed 15000 kick the trade. I thought, uh-oh, they went to this dealership, instead of packing it on. But they went to a good dealership. But there's some dealerships that will kick the trade. And that 820 score will drop like a rock because kicking the trade means the dealer, you're not behind on the payment. So the dealer gets you a great interest rate and they overcharge you for the new car and you think you're doing so well, then you find out you got a repo. Repo. A repo? Yeah, they kick the trade. They don't pay your car off. They set it in the back, and after about two months, <coughs> they call the lender, say, we got your car back here. So you got to watch out and make sure that they don't let your car get repoed. So after you've shopped price, I mean, uh, interest rate, you figured out, look at your budget. And if you go to YouTube to these big-time Trainers of new car dealers, they tell the salesman, don't talk budget, don't mention budget. No, no, we don't want to mention budget. We want to convince them they can handle that payment, and that's all there is to it. But you know what? You got maintenance, you got breakage, you got upkeep, you got tires, brakes, you got oil changes, you got insurance. That one little old bitty $800 a month payment, bubba. It's not all that it goes with. There's a lot of other issues with it. So you've got to understand that you're standing there fighting a battle. And it says, I posted it last week, battlefield. that is, And they feel like it's a battlefield, but we don't. They know they're going in for a fight for every available dollar, but we don't. We walk in there, and they're smiling, and they're telling us how much they love us. And you're not mentally, physically, spiritually prepared? Well, you got. that's why I'm here. Get you to open your mind. And then talk to your banker. Talk to your mechanic. Talk to a body shop. Talk to somebody that's been driving that type of unit that you're looking at. Hey, research, a little work will save you a little money. A lot of work will save you a lot of money. I had a guy that was wanting to buy a certain vehicle. I don't want to bring it up right now. I said, well, uh, don't buy a 100,000-mile one because they got about 10,000 miles of life left. Then I had another gentleman say, I want to buy my son this kind of car. I said, well, you better have your mechanic in your pocket, Bubba, because them things break a lot, and it costs a lot to fix. Quality of cars, it's amazing to me that the bad ones years ago have become good, and the good ones that used to be good years ago have become bad. But see, they get so big-headed, the car business is full of pride. Hey, I lived that way. I was full of pride. Oh, man, I couldn't do no wrong. It's all me. Man, I'll tell you what, you can learn a lot. The good Lord will put you to your knees, and he did me. He'll teach you exactly how to be humble, thankful, content. But in the car dealer situation, it's never enough. There's two kinds of people in this world. Givers and takers. Givers are always giving, content, loving. Takers are never content, never enough, prideful, and don't get along with nobody. So you shop, shop, talk to everybody, talk to every mechanic, everybody owns that car, research, shop for price, know what the market is. Listen to me. I'm going to try to get a market report every month. I'm going to talk to my computer guy so I can just type it in, let you know what's going on, when to buy and when not to buy. That's another thing I'm talking to these bankers about, what the market's doing, what they should be lending, what they should be looking at, how they need to take care of the customer. Some of these banks and credit unions don't care if you're buried because they're making interest. But when it gets repoed, oh, you know, you should have handled that better. Well, you sure wanted to loan me too much money on the unit. Was it my fault or your fault? Hey, this is Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Go to my website, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Easy process. Hey, and you need to know what your car's worth. Get a second opinion. I want to buy your car. I'm not auto trader buying center that entice you to come in and then. Put your VIN number in and cut you to your knees, and then pick every little bitty scratch and dent, this, that, and the other. Uh, I had I had another customer come in that went to CarMax and they beat him up, but now they brought it to me. I walked around the car, drove the, down the street, made them an offer, and they said, "You're not going to beat us up?" I said, "No, I want to buy your car." Well. These guys are trained to beat you up, and that's the system they want to do, and that's what the companies want to do. I want to buy you a car. My overhead is super, super low and about to get lower, and that's what's the key in the car business. If you realize how much money it costs to open up these dealerships every month, I was talking to a guy that's head of a bunch of dealerships, and all of them are well over a million to a million and a half and growing every day. This is Randy Adams Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you 9:30 the answer. Hey, get on the phone, call your friends and neighbors, tell them, "Hey, tune in. We got a good second half coming up." And we're going to talk about packing payments. Ain't it fun, bubba? Yeah. Yeah, you don't think F and I won't pack a payment? Well, the good dealers won't. 80% of them are bad. Those dealers you got to watch out for. The 20% I know the good ones. I know the bad ones, and I know the ugly. We'll be right back. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, Michael. Michael Payne, the general manager. He let me on this station. Can you believe it? A car dealer on a Christian station. Boy, ain't that something. I can't believe it. But they like my show and what I talk about. And um, we got a lot more to come. But Come see us. God bless my you. I'm from Ruger. Yeah, San Antonio. I hope we are having a great day. Hey, the phone number here is 210-308-8867. If you'd like to call in, we'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. That's 210-308-8867. Phone number at my office, if you'd ever like to call me there and talk to me, and I'll try to return your calls. I get kind of busy, and sometimes I even lose the phone numbers. Please forgive me. 830 625-7159. 625-7159. And if you tune in to KSLR 630, the word, I will give out my mobile number there, and you can call me direct anytime you want. Uh, even if you've got a problem with me, you can give me a call out, you know. I try to back up everything that I say, that I talk about. And we're right now, we're on live YouTube. I'm, I'm sorry, Facebook. Facebook, we're live. We've been taping are putting it on live on Facebook that is so cool like technology man it's unbelievable I've seen so many changes in 68 years I can't believe what's going on and I mean just like when I I, uh, Skype my radio show on a on a iPad I do that from one studio and then I just close my iPad up and I put my earphones on and I go to the other studio Right there, I don't even move. But people think I'm there in the studio in Austin when I'm in San Antonio. So we're trying to improve. I've got so much. I've got spiral notebooks full of information and ideas and what we're doing, uh, how we're growing, how we're trying to improve. You know, but ineffective learning, are you the perpetual student that never graduates and never puts the theory into practice, I want you to put it in practice. I want you to know it so well that you can teach others. Why do we don't want an even playing field? We want to be well-educated in everything we do. We want to be the best we can be. And But the car dealers want to keep you in the dark. The insurance people want to keep us in the dark. I'll exp- uh, let me explain that real quick We buy a policy and we pay we know what we're paying for it but if we have a total loss on our car, they don't give us of that till it happens. I think insurance companies should pay should give us a figure what it costs but also give us a figure what they'll honor our car for 12 months. You've got people who are driving cars they're paying 1500 $1, $1, thousand twelve hundred fifteen hundred. A year for insurance, and if it's an accident and total loss, they get seven, eight hundred, a thousand dollars. I told you about that poor little lady here in San Antonio that got hit from the rear of a vehicle that's a big time billion dollar company. She's got a a little Rav Four, and they're not wanting to pay her anything. They want to pay her sixteen hundred to buy another car. What can you buy for sixteen hundred? But it runs. Her car was a fine car, running car. It had some miles on it, but she took care of it. She didn't go far. It would last the rest of her life. Now she's a foot, big time billionaire, insurance company not wanting to help a lady. If money affixed it, it ain't broke. What happened? To your conscience has insurance companies lost their conscience on helping people to make sure that they're taken care of? Maybe they'll buy insurance from you next time, when your customer hits her. Oh no, she needs about four grand to replace her car, and they want to pay her sixteen hundred. Billion dollar company can't afford another twenty four hundred. Well, I get upset with insurance companies. I get upset with people who take advantage of other people. I get upset when somebody wants to lie. Steve Sorensen, my buddy, my mentor, a lot of people know him, Pastor, uh, assistant pastor at Cornerstone for years and years, and we got to talking about rational lies. He said, well, split it up. ration lies. Lie. So you're trying to make an excuse for yourself? Why are you rationalizing? Are you lying to yourself? Do you, are you deceptive to yourself? Is a salesman deceptive? Does he get you in that position where you can lie to yourself? Oh, it's, an, it's just an easy payment. Oh, it won't take long to pay off. So what do you want to do? Take my advice and do whatever you want to. But be sure to go to learn to dot com. Follow the easy process, sell me your car or find out what it's worth, and then make sure every dealer I'm telling you every dealer in the country tells me, make sure you tell everybody how bad title loans are. Here we go again. And you know what? These auctions are full of repos. They're repoing 90,95 percent. So if you borrow 5,000, you'll 900 in 30 days. And then you owe it for another 26 months. You borrow $5,000, you owe 25000 back to them. Do not do a title loan for sure. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, go to my website. I'll make an offer on the car, sell it to me, sell it to somebody else. Tend to your business. Title loans are illegal in 27 states in the United States, but not in Texas. Oh, no, we're going to take care of the voters that put us in here. We're going to be a good, good representative of the people but we don't care if you get ripped off and you're back to walking oh no we don't why don't they do something about it i'll talk about it in austin every week but nothing has changed but i want to educate you tell you how bad it is so people stop doing it hey we've got somebody online right now this is randy Adams. thank you for calling in how are you doing today
2: Oh, pretty good i'm often wondering since i've heard you so many times what do you think about consumer reports, auto issues, what they their auto surveys and things as to which cars seem to break down more often, which ones don't, so forth and so on?
1: Talk to mechanics.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: I remember years ago, and Taurus Bill's a lot better car today, and consumer reports said it was the best car on the market and you're not going to have any problems, and they had the best return of value. And let me tell you something. Them old Tauruses back in those years were junk. How did consume, if I think it depends on who pays the most money. But talk to people who own that type of car. Talk to mechanics, you know, and, and find out. Talk to local mechanics. Talk to mechanics working in those shops if you're looking at a Ford product, talk to Ford mechanics. Talk to the independent shops. Find out. Hey, talk to parts houses. Who buys a lot of parts? Do y'all sell a lot of parts with this unit? I have a man working for me right now that used to be with AutoZone. And I'm going to tell you what. I thought I knew a lot about the parts business and how much they watch and how much they track and how much they follow. But I got news for you. They, they track it better than I thought. they gonna stay on top of it. So, I look at that stuff and I think about it, but I also try to research it and back it up. And that's what I think a person ought to do.
2: Well, I, I beg to differ with you, but I've been reading Consumer Reports for years. I've been buying their stuff. I've been. Well, in the automobile. Know, are you well, a, let but, let are me you, just say that the auto issue. Is either out right now or whatever. They hit you for about seven bucks for it, but it's amazing to see what they say about different cars within a brand. Uh, they've got something in there about an, a thing. Would you buy this car again if you bought it last year? And the May, that, they issued a news report on that thing, and uh, it's amazing the number of people that won't buy certain. Cars that, uh, I, well, well I don't because, want to mention in particular. Well, but, it's,
1: but, it, but it's also because they get oversold. They walk into a dealership and they pump people up, and the expectations go way up, and they're so sold so hard that this is the greatest thing on earth. And then when you come down, and you realize the neighbor's got one like it or the guy down the street's got one like it, and it doesn't do, and, you know, you get your emotions built up and you're thinking that this is the greatest thing on earth, and then we come down. You've lost that love and feeling. And, and I agree with Consumer Report on electronics, this, that, and the other, but the car business is, is a big-time money situation, you know, and, and I've seen right now uh, I've got friends that want BMWs. I said, first find a BMW mechanic and talk to him. I got friends want to Mer- use Mercedes. I said, get your Mercedes mechanic and talk to them. I work on those two cars more than anything else. When we get those cars, we spend a lot of money on them trying to get them up and going. And so you, you know. I've seen so much of that consume, and a lot of it's right. I'd say 60, 70% of it's right, but all of a sudden, something comes in. The guy that's on the radio that's all over across the nation, one week he tells you what a great car this is to buy, and then the next week, if somebody calls in, it's the other car. It depends on who's paying him the most money, who he's promoting.
2: Yeah, but I don't, I actually, I don't, I, Consumer Report, I believe, when they say they go out and buy that self themselves, where where things like car and driver, those things, they're given cars to drive. The The syndicated guy that writes for the Express News, he or his daughter. They never see anything wrong with a car. No,
1: but ask them what they drive.
2: Maybe maybe uh, Maybe we need to ask them what they drive. Click and clack, and I know one of them is dead, right, right. or whatever. And they
1: were good guys.
2: I would argue it out with somebody that used to be on another station here, a mechanic, and he was saying, oh, they're on the take. I don't trust them, meaning Consumer Reports. And that... I don't believe that. Well, I think sixty. I, I, believe, I, think... I wish they'd move down to Texas so that they could cut the price of the magazine down because I can't afford it too much anymore. But uh, that's about the only thing out there that's relatively impartial, and I know they were sued by Subaru or, or Suzuki thirty years ago because. They said the Suzuki would flop over or whatever, and that lawsuit went on and on and on.
1: But, but, you know, at least you're out there looking, and that's what we've got. I want people to get out there and look at Consumer Report. I think it's worked right 60 to 70, maybe 80 percent of the time. I don't think they're perfect. Just like, you know, Carfax no, I mean, is not perfect. They make a lot of mistakes. You know, you've got, you, you got to you know. gotta watch that. That's big time money, but I mean, there's. I want people to research things. I don't want them to wake up on Saturday morning and say, "I'm gonna go down there and buy me a new car." Also, Consumer Reports, you know, the the cars that they a lot of them that they're studying is still under warranty, you know. And here's people buying a new car thinking it's perfect. What man makes is not perfect; it breaks. No. And so they're buying a new car, and then it's issues. I. I used to always keep a motorhome, and we did bicycle racing when my boys were growing up. And I worked on a motorhome. I'd work on it and watch them race, work on the bicycles, run back in, work on the motorhome, because we was always going to bicycle races. And I said, you know, I'm going to buy me a new one. I'm I'm tired of working on these things. So I went and bought me a new one. I worked on it just as much, getting the bugs out of it. They said, oh, yeah, bring it up here to Dallas and we'll fix it. I don't have time to take it up there, wait on it getting fixed, and come back. You know, and it was on the other side of Dallas. It was a five-, six-hour trip one way and five-, six-hours back. But, I mean, you know, nothing's perfect. And But salesmen build you up to be this unit's the best in the world, so perfect. And I'm trying to get you to examine everything and not expect the car to be perfect. Expect to spend money. Put it in your budget. And that's what I'm trying to do. And I like what you're saying, and you have a great question, and you're right. But I want you to expand looking at that and everything around and talk to other people, and people that own them and people that work on them. So I thank you for the call.
2: By the way, mentioned about the the insurance. Oh, uh, I don't know if you saw that press release recently. I think Consumer Federation of America came out. That's a different bunch that i trust. And they checked a lot of insurance companies and insurance things across the nation. And so many of these companies, if the accident is not your fault, they will still jack up your insurance. And they mentioned one company, and I don't want to give them a plug but was the only one that wouldn't jack it up on it, it was the other guy's fault. All the other ones in many many states. Well,
1: look at all those companies. Uh, if you will go to Google Financial and look up insurance companies, see what they were worth in 2010. Look at them, what they're worth today. Because let me tell you something, they're all up three four hundred thousand in value, uh, three to four hundred percent percent value today. So they're not losing money in the, in the car business. They're not losing money in no. the health care business. And they're making plenty well, of it.
2: I, I don't, the health care business is such a crazy thing with Obamacare. And well, I'll tell you how we
1: – this is my theory on fixing it. This is how we fix health care. We go back to the old way, but we take 5 or 10% of the gross of these people who are in the health care business and put it in a pool. And then we get a Christian organization to run that pool and let the people who can't get insurance get insurance because these guys are making plenty of money and they can take 10% off the top. They can cut these guys. There's people in these insurance companies making hundreds of millions of dollars every year or even $10 million a year, and they can cut them back to some $8 million a year and, and take 10% off of their gross and put it in a pool and let these people, somebody handle that pool for people who can't get insured. That would work, in my opinion. But anyway, thank you yeah. for the call. I've, I've got uh, I got to get finished with the show. But hey, give me a call in my office sometime eight three zero six two five seven one five nine. I appreciate the call. There's a little information I wanted to get about packing payments, and FTC has come in and uh, they caught nine dealers packing payments. I put that on Facebook because you got to understand how important it is when you sign that contract. You're in prison for 84 months. Packing payments, is this is what they do. Number one, they love telling you, hey, you're special. We're going to put you in front of all those. You see all those people out there? but well, we're going to put you in front so we can sign you up. You're so special. Special. But they're waiting on you, but that's all right, you know. Oh, they want to put the pressure on you to rush through that contract, especially on packing payments because they'll put in – $45 $45 It's enough. They figure out, try to figure out what you're not going to be noticeable. And when they print that contract out, they put that $45, 55 $65 a month on the payments. So if you're making a $50 payment on 84 months, guess what they just made on you, Bubba? 4200 free. And it's because they'll push you through the contract. You need to go down line by line every line, making sure that it's scratched through or you understand exactly what the money is. A friend of mine, he wanted a car I wouldn't sell him. I don't want to mention it. I don't like those cars. They break constantly, and some of them are unfixable. They're just... And on that contract he was about to sign, they they put 250 for a detail. They put... 200 for transportation it was on their lot in Houston, Texas and then they put in another 580 for dealer prep He called me up he hadn't signed a contract he does listen to my show. hope you're having a great day Billy and uh, he called me and he said, what are they trying to do to me I'd say, hey don't you clean all your cars up don't you detail them I didn't ask for that detail. And dealer prep, what is dealer prep? What did all y'all do to it? Didn't you want to get it ready to sell, don't you do to all the little cars? I said, cut all that stuff out. I said, but I'd follow that contract, make sure they're not going to pack a payment or two on you. If they'll do all these things, what else will they do? If If a dealership will lie to you about dealer prep and charge you $580 and there's a bunch of them around, what else will they lie to you about? Like I told you about the big-time dealership I do business with, and they tell me I'm lying about not giving enough for your trade-in. And I said, you made 28000 last week on 20 units that you didn't want on your sale, that you wholesaled. I guess you gave those people all the money for the car. Well, we got lucky at the auction. I said, well, what about them other 20 cars that you traded for that you wanted did you give those people all the money that you're going to make three, four, five thousand on? Well, you know they were tired of it. It was time for them to trade, and we put them in a new one. Rationalizing, rationalize, trying to find the explanation, but still lying. Are you? Are they lying to us? Are they trying to rationalize? Are you rationalizing? Are you deceiving yourself when you buy a vehicle and pay too much? Or if you buy a vehicle because of pride, greed, and keeping up as Joneses is causing our selfishness, you rationalize to yourself and your family and your wife, oh man, we gotta make eighty four monthly payments and at the end of the month there ain't gonna be nothing left to spend money on. Well, that's your choice. Don't deceive yourself. Be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually. Hey, the biggest problem I have with preachers, they don't pray enough to go buy a car. They trust their members. They trust the people that maybe go to their church. And you know the old car saying, I told you once before, hey, you got to make money on your friends because your enemies don't show up. And that's why we're going to try to make friends with you, too, so we can make more money. Oh, don't you just love the car business Hey, I love Proverbs 1, five. let the wise listen and add to their learning. And I told you the big secret last week. Go to YouTube. Hey, look up uh, Jim Ziegler, Z-I-E-G-L-E-R. He's the guy that trains new car dealers how to sell you on your emotions, your feelings, your selfishness, how to get every dollar they can. They're on YouTube. That's the big secret from last week. I got a secret from the next show that's on 6:30 a.m. The word, from nine to ten. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. I got another little little trinket for you to understand what's going on. Just like packing the payments, sticking that payment on that contract, and jumping over it so you don't ask about it, and they add. $50 a month, $25 a month, whatever they think they can get by with, free money. Hey, the FTC, Federal Trade Commission, they're trying to catch all these people. But you know when they first started car dealers lying to people and mousing contracts and all? I read an article the other day, 1922. So I guess it's been around since most cars have been around, even though, you know, uh, it started in nineteen oh three four, did I believe? So, you got to understand. You got to be on guard. You need the whole armor of God, mentally, ph- physically, spiritually, knowing exactly what you're going to do. Get your budget. Even though, hey, Jim Ziegler will tell you, oh, don't mention budget. No, don't never bring up budget. We don't want to hear budget. Why? Because it's good for you. You understand. You need to buy, I have HassleFreeAutobuying.com, and we're looking for some units for some people right now, but I'm picky when I'm looking for a unit for one of my customers because I want the right one, the right money, the right situation. hassle Auto Buying takes the fear out of walking in a dealership and the fear of walking in that dealership. 85% and this, this is a manufacturer's figure not Randy Adams' figure 85% of people that walk in at a new car dealership buy something they didn't intend to buy wow can you believe that do you want to be one of those people that buy something you don't intend to buy and regret it for the next 84 months or get spun around remember we train on spinning how they like spinning you four square, eight square We'll be training on that the next couple of weeks. We've got some sti- times changing, some stuff working. We're trying to improve the show. We're trying to improve our times. We're trying to help more and more people. But my vision on this, and it's 95% of giving it back, I do buy and sell cars. I want to buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I don't care what it is. Buying a lot of wrecked cars, bad motor cars, bad transmission cars. I got places to sell them. The good Lord gives me. The opportunity to buy anything and sell anything, of course, legal. I want the legal stuff. I don't want that other stuff because I'm going to tell you something. I'm God will give you the ability that you want, and He's blessed me, and I want to give back. Are you giving back? Do you, you know, the choices, the decisions? Do you have purpose in your life? What is your purpose? Are you so selfish that it's all about you and not about helping others? Hey, I was that way. I was a taker. I'm going to tell you the truth. But there's two kinds of people in this world, givers and takers. And givers give back. Takers take, take, take. God bless you. Thank you. I love San Antonio. I love 930. Be sure and tune in to 630 a.m. The answer. I'm sorry, 630, the word. This is Randy Adams, learning to buy and sell cars.com. God bless you, San Antonio. I love you. Be sure and tune in to us. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. God bless you.